What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bench with the Tovar Brothers. Joey here, joined by my brother Angel. What up, Ian? Hello. Friday. I'm getting excited. It's Friday. The weeks just feel so much longer now. Yeah, yeah. Like we're waiting for these single or you know these just a couple of big games. Just uh, but but these different. games, but these games, man. But man, in preparing Ooh. for these games, yeah. I am Jacks. Friday, yeah. January 26, 2024, and um, we're two days away from Niners. Lions, I can never think about on the spot. Chiefs and uh, Ravens. It's gonna be a good, good weekend. Episode number eighty-three. Anything? Greg West, Lewis. Wes Welker. Wes Welker. Yeah, just the underdog himself, Wes Welker. Classic uh, fourth receiver number. Yeah. Uh, except for Wes Welker, obviously he was very, very good. Now I think I, I you know, Wes Welker. To talk about him, he's up for like OC jobs now. Yeah. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Yep. yep. Uh, on this episode, we're going to the news. There's a lot of news, okay? So Wednesday's show, we were, were just looking, scouring the internet for yeah. something to talk about yeah. as far as in the news. Uh, not a problem today. Then an hour after the show ended, news breaks. A lot happened in yeah. a couple days here. We're going to go over all of it. And then we're going to do a championship round preview here. Uh, these two games, we're going to dive into it. Had a lot of fun <clears throat> getting into it already. Uh, these teams are so, so good. Yep. These are the four best teams, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like it. I mean, you can argue for the Bills over the Chiefs, I guess, as far as the year. But then, just listen, the legacy of the Chiefs is real. Yeah. The magic of the Chiefs is real. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, though, this being the four best teams this year. I feel like this is a good representation. Yeah. Chiefs and Bills, I guess you could flip-flop. Right. But besides that, like, Lions have been good kind of all year. Right. Ravens, obviously. And then um, the Niners have been, you know, obviously. Um, also, the NFL announced its award finalist, top five in yep. each, each uh, award there. They're, I think February 8th is when they decide those. So we'll uh, we'll go over those. I agree with with all of them except for one. Pick our guys. Yeah, so I know what we mean. Don't agree with them. Like, don't. There's one guy on one. Oh, missing off the list. No, they're, yeah, they're not snubs. No, there's one guy who's on the list who shouldn't be anywhere near the list. Jeez, wow, can't, yeah. can't hear that. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, if you're watching here on YouTube, thanks so much for joining the Hi. channel. We uh, appreciate you tuning in. Please like the uh, video, subscribe to the channel, and we uh, we appreciate we appreciate all you guys who've been rolling with us all year long. The Our root. faithful, faithful bench warmers. Road dogs just been through the grind with us. You guys are awesome. Down the stretch here through the uh, championship weekend. Then we got two weeks off, or sorry, a week off. Well, two weeks off, I guess. And then uh, not this show, Super Bowl time. I mean football, football. I mean, well, that's very. Luckily, we do not. That's very disrespectful to the play to the Pro Bowl games, Joseph. Yeah, well, that is a thing. We'll cover it. You'll get some dodgeball highlights here. (laughs) It's the kind of content you can expect from this show. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast, thanks so much for joining us on Benched with the Tovar Brothers, the audio version. Audio version. Then, of course, Instagram, X, TikTok, search at Benched Show, spelled just like this. And um, a lot of stuff going up there, and, and especially this weekend. As it kind of heats up on the weekends. We kind of post clips and stuff during the week, and mm. a lot of breaking news posts this week, but uh, the highlights and all the really fun stuff is on the weekend. So make sure you're following those as we head into the weekend here. And um, that's all I got as far as the housekeeping. How you doing, man? Let's check in with Angel. Doing good. I'm how so? Uh, how many? Uh, what's the countdown now to thirty? Oh, sorry, twenty nine. Uh, Wait, thirty, right? Thirty, thirty. What's the countdown to thirty? It is January twenty fifth. So, so you got uh, less than a month now. Twenty eight days, yeah. Let's wow. How's it feel? Grasping on my twenties with one finger now, with two fingers now. <sighs> feel good. That feel good. <laughs> Trying to convince me? I or? feel good. I feel good. No, I feel fine. Yeah. I feel like I'm ready for 30. 30 is a cool age. 
you feel like, okay, I, I'm happy with what I did with my 20s. Yeah. For the most part. 20s, I, was, I did a lot of fun stuff in my 20s. I'm very happy with, with my 20s, excited about my 30s. Any new aches and pains that 30 is like just bringing around rapidly? My hips. Yeah. <laughs> my back. Oh, yeah. And my knees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my anxiety. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I'm basically falling apart. Basically, inside and out, I'm falling apart. Yeah, but you, we made it. You guys keep Angel in your thoughts and prayers as he approaches 30 quickly here. I can't think of another person um, least suited, <laughs> less suited. To turn 30. To turn 30. But oh. nevertheless, uh, we're, we're going to roll into 30. Yeah, just, it, it just happens. Guns a blazing. Yeah, I'm just going to do it, and whatever happens, happens. Let's get to the news. Find who made that song and just just thank them. Thanks, bro. Okay, or ma'am. <clears throat> Let's get into the news. Could be a, very well done. It could hey, be a lady. Hey, Thirty. Thirty. See that? <laughs> see, see? Hey, just gro- a side. Of, it's called growth, my friend. It's very good. Okay. Uh, as far as Ravens Chiefs, if you're in, if you're in the Baltimore area and you're trying to go into this game, the cheapest pair of tickets <clears throat> to the game is fifteen hundred dollars on TickPick. Um, fifteen hundred dollars. It's a lot of money. I feel like these games are just. Getting feel, more and more insane. Like, like that's has super, it always been like that? That's Super Bowl money. That's, that's not NFC title game money. Once upon a time, I paid $1,100 to sit in the nosebleeds of Dodger Stadium uh, for Game 7 of the World Series. Yes, yeah. World Series, Super Game Bowl. 7 of the World Series. Yeah, those games, like, okay, $1,200, bucks, $1,500. Bucks. It's, not, it's not okay. You know, it, it's passable. I mean, it's smaller stadiums, I guess, but that's yes. wild to me. It's the most expensive AFC Championship game since Jags Patriots 2018. What is that, David Garrard versus Brady? No, that was... Uh, Blaine Gabbert. No, 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 no. Well, uh, uh, I'm blanking his name. Thirty. What? No, no, it wasn't Gabbert. It was uh, what's his name? Um, Leftwich. I'm, I'm, I'm no, Joey. You're way too. Apart. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, as Angel looks that up, very, very important stuff. Um, you guys out there in Baltimore, just, just do, be responsible with your money. Fifteen hundred dollars is too much. Watch it on on TV. It's a great product on TV. I think Fox is carrying it, so it's going to be a really good game on TV. Don't pay fifteen hundred dollars to go to that game. Yeah, I, I mean, would you? If you're a fan, would you pay fifteen hundred bucks for an NFC title? To go to the game? championship game? No, Super Bowl maybe. No, Super Bowl's okay. Like, yeah. like, I I would do that for sure, but not no, <laughs> no. Um, by the way, do we expect a um, do we expect Jason and Taylor and Mister Mahomes and uh, whoever Patrick's wife's name is, and, Brittany? Um, do we expect them to kind of one up themselves from what they? They're quite the story last time in Buffalo. I hope Jason goes. I, here, here's the thing, too. Baltimore is not Buffalo. Blake Bortles, by the way. Blake Bortles, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, I Sorry. love Blake Bortles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Baltimore is not Buffalo here. Buffalo, I feel like, it's a, I think it's called like the friendliest town or something like that. Wow, wow. Baltimore East, is like one of the crime capitals of America. <laughs> no, I think. So, I, I Jason, think. go ahead and stay in the suite. Taylor, maybe sit in the second row of the suite. Nah, I think Jace is fine. Brittany, just hop right out and mingle. Maybe, uh, And then Jackson, get the hell out of here. Jackson. You, no, I think Jason's internet, uh, universally loved. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. And it's an and it's a, a AFC team. If it was like the Cowboy game, then maybe not. But it's the Ravens. I mean, Ravens don't no beef with, the, with Jason Kelsey. Yep. But I don't want to see any, how many over under 10 times they showed Taylor Swift. Listen, if Jason Kelsey's in there, I'm cool with it because I could just look at Jason Kelsey and see what he's doing. What a, a world! Great distraction. There's a a woman superstar, and we rather rather look at a six four, two hundred ninety pound man with a shirt off. Just a bear. This is just where we are. Fantastic. Yeah. 
Um, thank you, Jason. Once again, we've thanked you so many times on yeah, the show. Man. Um, I, I need to get a, I need to get that signed one day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Would you wear your jersey if it was signed? Obviously, no. Demarius has passed away, but if he had signed it, no. I, I, no, if it was that's no. a major no-no, right? Yeah. I, if it's signed and you have a picture of someone signed, now you hang it up in your man cave and let it rest there forever. I don't know. I feel I feel like telling stories today, but um, I had a Dodger hat. I still have a Dodger hat. Who was signed by Manny Moda, a legendary Dodger, and okay. it got signed one time, and I just kept wearing it. Wearing it. It's today. You can't really see the signature. He's passed away since, oh. and I feel like should have should have. As a Dodger fan, I have no idea who that Manny is. Manny Moda. No. <sighs> to move on here, it's not a Dodger show or a baseball show. The an NFL executive press predicted that Broncos quarterback, current quarterback under under contract. Yep. Russell Wilson could go to the Raiders this offseason. They're in need of a vet. Uh, they have Aiden O'Connell there. Jimmy G is going to be gone. I, th- I don't know what his contract number is, but probably, yeah. And then who, they had another vet there who just wasn't very good either. Ryan Hoyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Raiders need a vet. They're one of uh, Russell Wilson's original teams that he wanted to go to back in 2021. Um, Russ on the Raiders, I think, is a better team than Aiden O'Connell. I think Russ with those weapons, yeah, it's decent. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if they let him go to an AFC West team, but I don't think they care at this point. Well, that, that'll tell you whether or not they think he's any good. Yeah, like, go, like fine, they, go to the Raiders. If they go to the Raiders, like, yeah. okay, wait a minute. Something's it, fishing here. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't fit that mentality of Raider football. He's like, he's like such a, such a yeah. goofy, nerdy, like happy-go-lucky guy, and the Raiders are all like tough guys. I tell guys. you what, though, he's going to play the part, and it's going to be very, very cringy. Just like, He's going to be the tough guy Raider guy? Yeah. I would yeah. love to see him play that part. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. Be a lot of fun. Uh, did you hear about this guy, Kayshawn Boot, Boutte, Booty? Yeah. What's his name? Boot, Boutte, B O U T T E. I don't know how to pronounce that, but basically, uh, he got arrested. Bummer. But illegal online gambling. It's it's a bummer that he got uh, that he did that. They broke the law that many mm-hmm. times. But we're gonna talk about it because it's very interesting. Yeah. He was an exceptional gambler. He made some freaking <laughs> dough. <laughs> I saw it. He so put in like a hundred k and got out five hundred k. Right. He made so much money. But what gets me about this story? I was reading through it today. He, like, um, as far as, like, so, so when we think about criminals. As far as competency, A+. plus. This man could roll with the best of them. Yeah. As far as making money illegally. Yeah. As far as, like, the stealthness of his operation, these are some of the names that he uh, had accounts under while he was illegally betting on games, some of even the games that he played in. On oh, my God. LSU, okay? Uh, Kayshawn Boot 7. Okay. They'll, they'll never guess. Kayshawn Boot 01. Okay, so it's such numbers. <laughs> cool. So maybe he thought the, the number at the end, like, this is really going to throw him off if I put a seven here. Because my number's actually yeah. zero. So they'll never suspect it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you're breaking the law at that level, you're not using your name to, as your username. I mean. Yeah, I don't know why his name's there. Okay, I'm not overacting that. That's like. He should have been like, like. Dumbest criminal stuff. Yeah, he should have been like ladies man seven and no one would ever suspect that it's him. <sighs> Wild. Shout out if you know where ladies man seven's from. Eight. What is that from? It's from a movie, a very popular movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Ladies Man something, I forgot. But what, is it? what is it? Transformers, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's his eBay username. Placed 8,900 bets. Oh, my God. 8, I didn't know that. 8,900 <laughs> bets. My boy was on FanDuel, baby. Yeah, he didn't dabble. Those numbers. Like, this was yeah. like a full-time job. Yeah, he was going to school uh, and then wild. another a full-time gambler on the side. Absolutely wild. Okay, that's some of the fun news. Let's get into the nitty-gritty here. And that, of course, at this time of year, is the coaching carousel. And uh, <laughs> from the time that we hung up the headphones in the last show to now, 
a lot has happened. Let's start with Raheem Morris, Rams defensive coordinator, the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Thoughts? Yawn. Oh. No, I think it's fine. He was there, uh, what, a couple years ago? Um, defensive yeah, he, coordinator. he was the interim coach there. I know players love him. Yeah. Yeah, players love this guy. I have a good feeling about this. I mean, and I know that's not good analysis. Like, oh, I have a good feeling. I, just, I feel like the players love him. He, like, he's just, everyone was like, heck yeah. It reminds you, yeah, it reminds you of last year when they when the Texans hired uh, Demico Ryan. That's exactly just what I thought of. A young team with talent. Yep. And the players love him. Yep. Watch a bunch of one year guys go over there. That Rams defense always been, has it just been good no matter what? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I say born just because it's not a new coach that we, that we, have, that we haven't seen. But I mean, good roster, good a good resume for him too. Yeah. Um, not sure what this does draft wise. If they go, I mean, I mean, they this the, the next important thing for him is offensive coordinator. Who's going to have have on the other side of the ball? Right. That's important. Right. And there's a lot of names floating around. You got Chip Kelly out there. You got Cliff Kingsbury. You got Kellen Moore Kellen out Moore. there. So many names out there floating yeah. around. They should be able to snag a good one. Um, they chose him over Bill Belichick. And yeah, we were talking about Bill Belichick earlier today, just me and you. This is the only job that anyone knows that he actually um, interviewed for. And there's oh, only Bill. two jobs left now, Seattle and Washington. He's not going to Seattle. And I guess Washington is a possibility. But, I mean, Bill Belichick could be without a job here. He could sit out. I think a report actually came out that he could sit out this season and wait for a good opportunity next year in 2025. Yeah. He's uh, 71, I think. He, he might need to sit out, sit out a year and the get bum- ahead. The bummer about that is he's 15 wins away from yeah. the all-time record. And so to lose a season at 71 is, like, just brutal. Yeah. Like, you can at least knock out, like, five or six of those maybe. Uh, but I think if he sits out a year, I think next year he'll be, he'll be he gets like, arm rejuvenated, he has a fresh start, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's that sucks for that Bill Belichick can't find a job. Tell you what. But, hey, wa- welcome to America, Bill. Um, <laughs> welcome to the you know what guy's imme- life. Immediately comes to mind if um, they don't perform next year, is probably going to lose their job as they're up in B- Buffalo. Uh, maybe Bill next year takes Bill, his crew Bill, to Buffalo. Bill with the Bills? Ooh. Yeah. Wow, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Uh, the other element of the story that's very interesting is this Sean McVay Rams tree is insane. He's only been head coach seven years. He's, like, super young. He was the youngest coach in the NFL until um, um, someone was just hired. Who was just hired? Jared Mayo. Jared Mayo was hired. Yep. He was, he's been the youngest coach in the NFL, and his coaching tree is unbelievable. Yep. Matt LaFleur, dog. Uh, Zach Taylor, a little baby dog, but a dog. Got, got, uh, got, got a little bite to him. Bannon Staley, sucks. <laughs> so bad, but a very good defensive coordinator. He'll yeah. be back in the league. Yeah. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, dog. Yeah. He Morris, dog. Uh, coordinators, Shane Waldron, Wes Phillips, uh, Elijah Evero, Joe Barry, not very good. And then Matt Daniels. I mean, to have that kind of coaching trip for seven seasons, he may the best thing Sean McVay may be able to do is develop coaches. That uh, might be his best trait. He won a Super Bowl, too. <laughs> he's also good at make, maybe because of the coaching staff he's he constantly surrounded by. He's just a good, he's good culture guy. You can tell. Like, that's just, people like playing with him. Yeah. The coordinator's like, you know, I think he's great for the culture. Falcons interviewed 14 guys. And he chose Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris must feel really proud Man. of himself. Like, he beat out Harbaugh, Belichick, Rabel, Rabel, Harbaugh. Yeah. Rabel's still without a job. Rabel might. Is he back to being a coordinator? I don't want to see him as defense coordinator. That's like demeaning to him, probably. I haven't heard anything about that yet, like reports or anything, but I don't want to. See, I mean, I guess he could, and you have an incredible defensive coordinator. I'd like to see him in Seattle now. A defensive coordinator? No, as a head coach. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That defense had all the talent. They just didn't have the right guy, I guess, yeah. last year. to. Uh, another cool thing about this, Rams will receive uh, third-round compensatory picks the next two drafts for losing Morris. So two third-rounders? Two third-rounders. That's pretty good. Losing Morris. That's fantastic. Especially for a team that's been so yes. – they're reverting back to just drafting well. They yeah. have more draft picks. Uh, they're just – well, uh, less need just just out here playing chess, dude. You just if I'm losing coordinators, I get two killing it, killing it. Um, the last thing there's such a big like big story. The last thing that I saw that was interesting about this is that Josh McDaniels is rumored to be at the top of the list for Patriots offensive coordinator there for Jared Mayo if Bill Belichick uh, does not get a head coaching job. So it's kind of a given that if Bill Belichick, wherever Bill Belichick goes, he's going to bring on Josh as his, as his OC. But if Bill Belichick doesn't end up anywhere, McDaniels back in. Uh, Patriots, do you like that? I kind of want a fresh start for the Patriots. I mean, how do you feel with that? McDaniels just doesn't have – he has like four, four people on his phone book, I guess. <laughs> Bill, Bill's Robert, dog. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, and I guess and I guess Jared Mayo. Yeah. And, of the uh, favorite son. And and what's his name? Davis, owner of the Raiders. Got no, him, no. Got him that job. Yeah. I mean – Yeah, I mean – Maybe that's what's – maybe that's why Bill's not getting hired because, like, kept on his, his whole Patriots staff. Maybe they, they don't want Josh McDaniels in their locker room. Or I mean, to be fair, Josh McDaniels has only ever been a good offensive coordinator. Yeah, under Bill Belichick. Well, I mean, I mean, he's definitely got, not getting help from Bill Belichick on offense. Like yeah. The defensive guy. Like, I think he's at least earned the – he's not a head coach. I don't think he'll get any more jobs. No. Right? Please, head God, coaching. no. But I think as an OC, he's going to be in this league for a long time. Yeah. I think he should be anyway. Yeah. Uh, moving on here, the big name that dropped um, was to the Los Angeles Chargers. That's Jim Harbaugh. The new head coach on your wish list. Like, you are you were pumped about this. I was pumped. Uh, Jim Harbaugh back in the NFL. By the way, he is the current leader um, for head coaching winning percentage. 44-19 in the NFL. He left on top. Yeah. <laughs> like, he left on top. He had disagreements with the 49ers organization uh, when he left and all that all that nonsense with Kaepernick and all that. But these guys, he's only one. Yeah. I slam dunk for a... A Chargers team that's been second place in L.A. to the Rams since since they got here. Absolutely. So you get a superstar head coach with a superstar quarterback who you think is, is, is a superstar quarterback. Start building stuff now. This is a good roster. You got the left tackle. They have pass rusher. They have a corner. Sounds like they have a safety. Sounds like you're not sold on Herbert. I mean, what's up, what's up with that? No, no, no. I, he's you know He hasn't shown a superstar, but, but he has potential to be a superstar quarterback. To yeah. be a Josh Allen, to be a Lamar Jackson, you know, you know one of those guys. But, like... It just hasn't worked out there. I think Harbaugh just makes it uh, just solidifies the entire or like like head coaching staff to to like yeah. to like players. I love it. Slam dunk. Couldn't be happier. Back in L.A. T- or in L.A. like a big market. They're gonna yeah. you're about to see Harbaugh everywhere. Now. Dodger fan, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. Dodger like fan. and yeah, just a freaking slam dunk. Good um, for Herbert's career too. So Herbert next year. I saw this tweet and it's very true. Um, we're going to find out about Herbert next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to find out a lot about Justin Herbert because... Like, are you Trevor all- Lawrence or mm-hmm. are you Josh Allen? Yep, because it's always been... Because Brandon State was just so bad, you had no idea how good the team was under him. Yeah. As far as talent-wise, and Herbert was a, kind of the main thing about that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's very interesting is what is he going to do with his roster? Because they have they have some old players making a lot of money. Um, so I wonder if he, if he breaks down this roster and wants to put kind of his stamp on it or if he likes these vets. And that was kind of part of the process, like... I don't know. It's very interesting kind of yeah. what, what is he going to do with Cleo Mack? What is he going to do with uh, Nick uh, Joey Bosa? What is he going to do with uh, the receivers there? Keen Allen and, and Austin Eckler. Like, Mike, Mike Williams Mike there. Mike Williams. Yeah, a lot of that bloated contracts there for the old GM. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's curious, but like I said to you when this happened, I was like, he's he went there for 
primarily Justin Herbert. Yeah. Like, to have a young quarterback sign long-term, that's a big deal. He's like, I'll deal with the rest as it comes. I don't have to go in the draft looking for a quarterback. I don't have to trade for quarterback. I have my quarterback already in-house signed. Then you have Slater, left tackle. You have Asante Samuel at cornerback, Derwin James. Like, they have pieces there. They have they have pillars. Now they, they just got to reconstruct it under Harbaugh. Very fun team next year. Do you remember a couple? Sorry, what, what, no, no, just just fun team. Yeah, remember a couple years ago, two years ago, when there was the arms race in the AFC West. Yeah, Devontae Adams and all that. Yep. I think we're in line for another arms race because of Harbaugh landing now in San Diego. They got to make major changes. Los Angeles. Sorry, oh, gosh. Yeah, wow. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles. They got to make major changes. Sean Payton in his second year now. It's time to. He's gonna make. Look what he did last year in his first year. Yep. Limited. Like he didn't have the ability to do everything he wanted. Yeah. Now he has. Much more ability to do it with draft wanted. picks too. Yeah. Trading maybe trading some of those receivers, yep. draft picks. I mean, he, they're gonna look cap space. How they doing? They're pretty decent. So there's gonna be big changes there. Chiefs win or not, they know the season was rough, and yeah. they're gonna need to make some changes as well. Raiders, Antonio Pierce is new. I feel yeah. like you might get another influx of talent, if you will, to the AFC West, yeah. which is gonna be crazy. Yeah, this AFC West coached by Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, and Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce, yep. <laughs> Look, this is not Antonio Pierce's fault. You just got bought in with a bunch of grown-ass coaches. <laughs> like, this is a mature, Super Bowl-winning or attending football coaches. Like, is it? Is it? I should do that. Is it fair to um to say that he's at risk of being outcoached because he's not because of his lack of coaching background, or not even his fault because he just went up against. Guys who've done it at the highest level, all time, yeah, some all timers. Is he in the? Is he in the a division with three Hall of Fame coaches? I mean, you I think Andy yeah. Reid, yes, of course. Champagne, we'll see. Harbaugh has to do much more, but on the on the way. Yeah, Harbaugh, Harbaugh, and Champagne are right there. Just she's at like Hall of Fame. Yeah, near Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, it's that's. I mean, that's rough. But I, like I said the other day, it's all going to be about now who he surrounds himself with. He needs so badly to go get. I love the Marvin Lewis thing. I I, don't, I just want vet. You need vets there. Yeah. I would love Ron Rivera there, or like just someone like that. Like even Wink Martindale. People say he's good. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. He, I, you know, someone like that. I yeah. feel like he needs to be surrounded by guys who have been there, or else I feel like, I mean, that Spagnola, 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 Reed staff. Like they've been together forever. Harbaugh's gonna have his boys with him. Yeah. Right. He's probably been working with them for. Champagne's just gonna get his staff. He's getting his staff already. Yeah. But back to San. Back to San Diego. Back to the Chargers. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the second best team. I'd put them. I I like them a lot because they have a quarterback over the Broncos already. Like that's why they're the second best team in in my mind in the AFC West already. Uh, I, I, that's too. It's way too early for me to say anything about. I'm so high on this. I'm so high on this. You have no. We have no idea what the roster's gonna look like. I'm, I, I'm just. It's gonna I'm, look nothing like. I'm it just. Right uh, what's it called? Uh, deliriously optimistic about this because I Harbaugh was great in the NFL. People forget how good he was here. Yeah, I mean, I just shared. I mean, forty four yeah. nineteen. The active. Leader in career win percentage yeah. for coaches. Yeah. I just can't wait for Harbaugh, Sean Payton every year. Harbaugh, Andy Twice Reed. a year. Yep. Freaking awesome. Uh, moving on here, the Panthers made another uh, hire at uh, that uh, a head coach. Not as headliney, not as celebrated, but um, a lot of people are very optimistic. They hired Dave Canales, the former offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers. Did a lot with an offense that people thought was going to be just a bottom seller offense. A lot with Baker Mayfield. Had a career year. Yep. And then was there for the Geno Smith revival. He was the quarterback's coach there. Yep. When he had his, you know, I think this speaks to the, uh, uh, this is great for him. I'm happy for him. 
But this speaks to the fact that maybe these veteran coaches, like, I don't want to work for this freaking idiot owner here. Right? I mean, I mean this is what we – I don't know if you remember or not, but this is what we said. Like, this seems like a job that is going to go to someone who just is looking for a chance to yeah. break into the head coaching ranks. Yeah. Yeah. Someone that wasn't on the radar because a hardball was never going to go here. No. A Rabel's never going to go here because it, it temper fires guys like like that. I think they interviewed there too, but it's still like you – this is the product. that That's – yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of continuity there. He'll work with Dan Dan Morgan, linebacker, okay. ex uh, linebacker, I think, for mm-hmm. the Panthers. Uh, he worked with him before in Seattle. Dan Morgan also played there um, in Carolina, so there's a lot of continuity there. Hopefully, yeah. that helps with with. Uh, I mean, David, last David. year they had Reich continuity, and they. I'm just. I'm trying. Yeah, to, I'm trying good. to put a positive. Spin you know what? On this. I, I do I, like this though. I do like, like like this hire. I think this is a clear move. We need to fix Bryce Young. It's a good move for Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's. I mean, it's. It's. Yeah. It's. It's a good move for Bryce Young. I think just. Get him with a young coach who did wonders with Baker Mayfield, and we'll see. I mean, you got to just do everything you can. Yeah, now you ha- you can't get off it, and for another two years at like at least. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, good for the Panthers. Um, young coaches getting jobs over these veteran coaches is crazy. Yeah, like Belichick's still out there, Pete Carroll allegedly still out there, Vrabel's out there looking for a job, and these young coordinators are you know it's crazy. Um. I haven't reported a lot of coordinator stuff, but I feel like Vic Fangio is a big enough name to bring it up. Uh, he parts ways with the Dolphins, which I was on Twitter. A lot of Dolphins fans not crazy about that um, because they had a good defense. Did and you see that? They were crazy hurt. Did you see Holland? What what he did though? He kicked some rocks. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what that meant at first, but apparently that's not. It wasn't a positive thing toward no toward uh, Fangio. And then some stuff came. I think uh, no, uh, what his agent Boris? Huh? Uh, not Boris. The other one. Uh. The other very well-known agent, I forgot his name. It's gonna, I'm not going to be able to think of it. But he came on and said, basically, there's a lot of players that did not like Fangio, um, which is kind of a snake move by by an agent, but whatever. I mean, um, like, it, the, I could recall a lot of players not liking Eric Bieniemy either. Yeah, and I could tell a lot of players, I guess there's a lot of players who don't like Bill freaking Belichick either. Like, like if you don't like a, guy, a coach, sorry he coaches the way he coaches. Yeah. I don't think that's valid at all. Fangio's proven... Be a good coordinator. I mean, he fielded a good defense, and they were just legendarily hurt. Yeah, sorry. Um, this That pissed me off. Dude. Yep, yep. Uh, so he got kind of trashed going out of town, but he leaves there, and apparently he wants to be in Philadelphia. Well, he wants to be in Philadelphia, but he wants to be in Pennsylvania near family. Kind of could see his career kind of maybe ending if he ever, if and when he leaves the Eagles. Um, but he's going to land in Philly. Oh, the, the Eagles. He, he's already. Yep, flew. I, I got a report here. Uh, it's traveling. To, uh, this was this morning. Uh, Thursday morning is traveling to Philadelphia this morning officially to sign the contract to become Eagles defensive coordinator per league source. That's Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Coordinators, we see how powerful coordinator jobs are, especially with the Philadelphia Eagles. A great example of the power of a bad oh, coordinator. Yeah. Yes. Although, I mean, for the second straight year, we'll replace our offensive and defensive coordinator. It's kind but of fun. I mean, we'll see. Well, I mean, the first one was because they were just so good that they left. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You lose them, you lose them one year because they're so good. And you lose them next year because they're so bad. They're so bad. That is the NFL. Yep. That is championship windows yep. for you. Yep. Just there and then gone. Don't don't think we have a five year window. Nope. If you're there, you're there. If you're not, you might never ever get back. Okay. Let me round up the the coaching carousel so far. The Chargers get Jim Harbaugh. Commanders still looking. Raheem Morris to the Falcons. Dave Canales to the Panthers. Jared Mayo, of course, there in New England. Antonio Pierce with the Raiders. Seahawks still looking. And uh, Brian Callahan to the Titans. Um, Prediction. But yeah, prediction. Real the, quick. the Seahawks and Commanders are waiting for somebody in the playoffs right now. I think, yeah, like Ben Johnson. I think the Seahawks may be waiting on someone that, um, 
homeboy from the Cowboys defense coordinator. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn wants on his staff. I think maybe yeah, one of those guys to kind of bring. Yeah. Uh, Washington, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no well, idea. Bobby Slowick has connections with the new okay. GM. Okay, that might be it then. So that might be kind of a connection there, and they're waiting. Yeah. Well, not Bobby Slowick, sorry. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Slowick. Ben Johnson is the one who might be waiting in a commander's job too. Oh, right. Ben, I forgot about Ben Johnson. Yeah, like he's still there, and he's in the playoffs. Then definitely. Someone's waiting. Yeah, there. someone's waiting for Ben Johnson. He's been... Yeah. A very hot candidate all season God, long. God, I about Ben Johnson. He's just sitting there, a very young. So ben uh, Johnson and Ben Sloak. Maybe that's the two guys here. Bobby Sloak, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Sloak. It's very tough to keep those names pretty connected, Bobby and Ben. But yeah, right. either way, two guys. Bob, ben Johnson. He got me all messed up. So in comes Bobby and Ben. Out goes Bill and Pete. Just two old men. The future is now, old man. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll get back with um, the Associated Press 2023 NFL oh, Awards. God. At least the finalists. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back with uh, the AP NFL Awards 2023. These are the finalists. The the uh, winners will be announced, I think, February 8th at okay. the, uh, what's the award show called? NFL Honors. Yeah. Hosted <laughs> by. Who's hosting it? Do you know? Whatever politically correct person they uh, approve this year. Who's the guy this year? Who, who, does, who uh, I don't know. It's probably freaking that British. It can't be Kevin Hart again. It's probably a. Uh, no, it's not. You're talking about the, the office guy? No. Oh. Uh, the black guy who had. Um, oh, the guy from the Comedy Central? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, like, part of that. I wonder if he's a football guy, though. Doesn't have to be. Well, I mean. Or a sports guy. Maybe Jimmy Kimmel again. He, he, uh, he, he's in it a lot. I'm sick of Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. I'm good on Jimmy Kimmel. ABC's not. No, they're not. Yeah, very true. We'll see. Anyway, whoever's hosting it, the awards will be announced there. Uh, we're going to start from not the least important, but we're going to end on MVP because yeah, that's okay. kind of the yeah. one we want to get to. Let's start with the assistant coach of the year. And um, <laughs> listen, listen, these guys are dogs. <laughs> these are some freaking dogs on here. Like, you think about the units these guys are leading, and they're just incredible. You got Ben Johnson for Detroit. Just killer. We just talked about him. Offensive mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike McDonald. That's another guy people might be waiting on. Yep. Mike McDonald. Yep. <laughs> another guy just sitting there. The defensive yep. coordinator for Baltimore. Uh, Todd Monken. He's probably he's probably going to stay there in Baltimore. Uh, Jim Schwartz. Killing it with that Browns defense. Yep. Elite defense. Even though he got torched by uh, uh, CJ Stroud. Guys, whatever. CJ Stroud. Uh, and then Bobby Slowick, Texans offensive coordinator, of course, did wonders with CJ Stroud. Sucks for CJ Stroud that he's probably going to lose OC. Immediately. Uh, but... Those assistants of, the, assistants of the year, we've been talking about them all year long because of the units they're leading. Just phenomenal. Um, any surprises here for you? I don't think so. No. Uh, but if not, what's your pick? Um, <laughs> right? I'll tell you, this is tough, but freaking Jim Schwartz, man. Really? I'm telling you, the num- that defense, he changed the entire culture of that team just because that defense held it together for so long as best as they could. Yeah. I... That's yeah, my favorite. Uh, that Browns defense was phenomenal this year. He just he deserves all the love and the award. But I mean, who I mean, who's yours? I mean, it's it, it's tough. There's they're all winners. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. Um, and going through the Ravens roster today, I noticed just I just not I was I didn't notice I was reminded how stacked they were. And then to see both of their coordinators on the co- assistant coach of the year award finalists, like it's just like geez, this team, like an all time talented roster yep. coaching staff. But anyway. Um, I think I'd go Mike McDonald. I think I'd go DC for the Ravens. I think they are just a tad bit better than than the than the Browns. Uh-huh. Um, but I, it's hard to argue with Jim Schwartz because they literally carried that team to the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, quarterbacks who just 
some that aren't even in the league anymore. Yep. Some that will never see the league again. Yeah. yeah. Except for Joe Flacco. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I got Mike McDonald, but I'm but, not mad at Jim I mean, Schwartz. three of the five finalists might be head coaches, or or two, or at least right. two. I mean, hopefully two. All the young guys. Yeah. Um, ben Johnson, though. Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald. Bobby Slowick. Okay, look, CJ Stroud gets a lot of love, but it takes a lot to get a rookie quarterback Absolutely. with a bunch of no-name kind of guys and put together an offense that helps out the, the rookie quarterback and utilize all the weapons and all the people correctly. It, he had to find a way to not only – because CJ Stroud, he didn't start slow, like as far as like on a normal scale, but he definitely was, he definitely like ramped it up at the end. Yeah. Like he was kind of more of a normal um, above-average prospect at first, and then he just turned it on. But the stuff that they had to work through as an offense, the O-line was crazy injured to start the season. Yeah. Never was really healthy. Kind of guys in and out. The receiver core just got beat up all year long. Oh, Eventually yeah. lost Tank Dell. Uh, Noah Brown, Noah Brown in and game. out. Yeah. <clears throat> Robert, Robert Woods is just kind of yeah. older. Nico Collins was hurt for a while. Um, so that, I mean, that was to work around that and just no running game to speak of and yet find a way to put CJ Stroud in favorable positions. And, I mean... I mean, Jeez. these are all winners, but my pick is Schwartz. Yeah, I mean, yeah, these guys, yeah. These, are, yeah. these are all studs. They're all studs. studs. Honestly, they probably all could be head coaches. Yep. Monken and Schwartz are just on a stage of their career where they're probably just going to be coordinators at this point. Yeah. But yeah, crazy. Uh, moving on here, let's go to the coach of oh the year. Oh my god, the, the bosses, the big bosses. Um, and then you got, I mean, you got some studs here. I think what one, two, three of these coaches are still playing. Yep. Uh, funny enough, Andy Reid not in here. Hmm. Mm. Is he at the Where's Sean Payton? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Sirianni? Where's Sirianni? He's nowhere near this list. Where's this Reich? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Reich. The, was he the first guy fired? Yeah. Mid-season. Poor God. Guy, man. Poor He's guy. in Cancun right now sipping some nonsense. He's been there for months. Yep. Just hanging out. Perfectly tanned. <laughs> okay. Let's get through this. Uh, funny enough, the first guy's name is Dan. Dan Campbell. Detroit Lions, of course. I mean, what he's done with that team. He he's just, he's a hell of a leader. Yeah, like he is just. And we, he, we kind of laughed at him to start because he's just this character that's so like, so much bigger. Yeah, not goofy, but like so like over the top. Like yeah, oh, you're just a tough guy. You're just like a jock kind of guy. Oh uh, no, he's one of the best leaders of football. Yeah, he's the CEO head coach. Those work a lot, but mainly they work when you're when that guy is a phenomenal leader and. Look at they're in the AFC title game for the first time since like the dawn of time. I want to see what he does to pivot after from Ben Johnson. Yeah, next year. Uh, but the fact that he st- he should get so much credit for sticking with Aaron Glenn. Yeah, there's a lot of people who thought he's he's in over his head. Yep, you need to go get real DC. The defense of last year was just terrible. Yep, and this year's defense is much better. An elite rush defense. We'll talk about that a little later. And Aaron needs, Glenn got yeah. some head coaches stuff. He, yeah. yeah, he needs to get credit for the guys that he's believing in. Yeah, um, how he backs that that. GM, who's made, who's just who's drafted. If you look back, has drafted very well. Yep. Uh, but just in the moment, made some questions, make some decisions where it's like, okay, <laughs> like, right. I'm gonna trust you. Let's see. Um, but yeah, we love Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens, best team in the league. Uh, you can't leave him out there. Tomiko Ryan's. We talk about him all year long. I mean, you talk about Tomiko a little bit, I like the, the worst team in the year league last year. Worst team in the league, um, with probably like the worst, like one of the worst rosters. On paper, going into the league, yeah, like Singletary wasn't anything. You had Nico Collins that didn't show anything. You had an undersized wideout in Tank Dell. Uh, Dalton Schultz got thrown out, and he just made all this work defensively. He turned a bunch of one-year players into like a pretty decent defense. Yeah, 
staying relevant in the AFC, which is tough, just doing in that. AFC. We saw this year, the AFC, you had to claw and scratch your way to get into the wild card game. The final four quarterbacks in the AFC were Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and CJ Stratton. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, like that. It speaks to the leadership and the culture, much like Dan Campbell, culture guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we love we love uh, Dico Ryan's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and he's kind of like, like in the John Harbaugh. Like they're they're good head coaches. Is Kyle Shanahan the best coach in the NFL at this point? Andy Reid's still around, right? Yeah, Andy Reid's the best head coach in, in uh, NFL. Kevin Stefanski. Obviously, we talked about what Jim Schwartz did with the defense of the Browns. Look Stefanski did with the with the whole team, like with keeping this team what, together. I think five different quarterbacks, three different running backs, starting uh, starting running backs. Chubb, uh, Chubb both tackles being out. Backup tackles being out, yeah. He, what a what a coaching clinic. I, was, I, I want so Cleveland. badly to choose D'Amico Ryan's. I'm choosing Kevin Stefanski for what he did with that team. It's just so impressive to me. I got Stefanski. Who you got? I, I don't want to double down on the Browns, so I'll go D'Amico. Okay. But I wouldn't be mad if if, if Kevin Stefanski okay. won. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the rookies of the year here and um, no, the, the comeback player. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Comeback player of the year. Yeah. Let's talk about these guys here. So we're, I feel like we're having some opinions here. Uh, first one here is Joe Flacco. Now coming, let's let's ask yourselves this: What is he coming back from? Okay, because I feel like that in this award, people don't ask that freaking question enough. Yeah, like, like just like, hey, who played come, really well? That for what he played last year, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't hurt last year. Um, Joe Flacco hmm. was a backup last year. That's so coming back from being a backup. Yeah, come back from from last year. That's what, he, that's what he came back from. Come back for last year. Come back from playing last a year. A lengthy vacation, and then he came back from that. Okay, so what a performance. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, DeMar Hamlin. Hmm. I think he had three tackles on the year. And a failed uh, punt. And a, uh, <laughs> that was such them trying to make DeMar Hamlin a story. Like, because that, why, why, DeMar Hamlin's 180 pounds or whatever. Like, yep. why are They're you trying to sweep with DeMar Hamlin? We were talking about the fake punt that happened during the playoff yep, game. Yep, yep, yep. Um, he's got stuff there. To me, that sealed the fact that he wasn't winning comeback player of the year. Um, I, listen, we love this story. It's amazing. Glad he's healthy. All that. Glad he's healthy. Glad he's back and playing. He wasn't even active most of the year. Yeah. This this has gotten a little, not political, a little mumbled up or jumbled up with other things, non-football. Yeah. it's probably why he's on this list. If he wins it, it's hard to be like, oh, you should. Because he did like beat death. Yeah, but still, like, I don't, I don't know. I, this this is getting kind of a little bit out of hand. The next two are my favorites, and I'll say both of them: Baker Mayfield and, and Matthew Stafford. Baker Mayfield, he uh, was released last year. Yeah, he was literally cut from a team. Yep. Um, he started a couple games Signed at the end with the Rams. With the Rams. Yep. Uh, but he literally was cut from a team this year. He threw for four thousand yards and thirty plus touchdowns and all that. Like that is an that is literally coming back from. Like, hey, your career might be over soon here, and then and then Stafford, everyone kind of wrote him off. Like, hey, he's he's old. He's gonna be he's gonna be a lot not a lottery team. I keep saying that he's gonna be a top five team as far as in the draft. It's a really bad roster. They're too young. They don't have enough draft picks. Matt Stafford's kind of done, and he balled out this year. He did, he did. But um, I'm glad for those guy. guys. But there's one guy who should be on this list. Okay, let's say the last one, then you can share that one. The last one's Tua, and Tua get off this list. What? What did you come wait? Back what? From? What did he come back from? I don't know. He played. Did he play? Well, no. He got he got the concussion thing last year, but he played most of the year. What is this? I don't know. What who, is who, happening? Who's your guy that is missing? Brees Hall, fifteen hundred all-purpose yards. 
Yeah. He tore his ACL and MCL. Came back ahead of schedule. On a terrible offense. As one of the best running backs in football. And does not make this list. And didn't make the list. That's ridiculous. I think if Brees Hall's on this list, he's my pick. He's my pick. 1,500 <laughs> all-purpose yards on a terrible dog shit offense. <sighs> this is, that's ridiculous list. Are you getting pretty heated up on this? Because we, okay, we, we saw two running backs. One didn't do as good as the other one. So Brees Hall is the... Is the star for it. Came back before the timeline that everyone thought 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 he had. And is one of the best running backs in football now. One of these guys is a is a bleeping backup. The other one was <laughs> healthy last year. I don't get this comeback player of the year. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, you start going to this list, you see some faults. I mean, Flacco, obviously. Like Flacco he played last year as a backup, had a lengthy vacation, came in halfway. He through was the year. playing last year. He didn't come back from anything. Jamar Hamlin wasn't active half the games. Baker, you kind of like, but he was just he's coming back from being bad, I guess. Stafford coming back from being bad, um, and then Tua, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what he's coming back from. I don't know. I guess concussions, but if okay. you, that that's a criteria. I think there was like over 200 concussions last year across the league. <laughs> so well, everyone yeah, get the trophy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Brees Hall. But okay. if you had to pick from this list, who would it? You go first. I'm gonna, let me cook a little bit. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, because he actually came. Oh, yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get to Baker. He had a in playoffs. career year. Yeah, what a yeah. playoff game! I think Geno Smith won it last year under the same type of yeah. career arc. So yeah, yeah. I would go um, Baker Mayfield. Okay, let's get to the rookies of the year here. We're starting defensive side, and uh, number one, just look at these. These are in, the, the rookies this year were so freaking good defensively too. Yeah, defensively and off. These guys are these are studs, stars. Like so, so good. Let's go through the defensive rookies of the year. Um, I'm gonna say all of them. And then we can kind of talk about him as, okay. as we please here. Devin Witherspoon. Dog. Um, Kobe Turner, not talked about. Underrated part of why the Rams defense was very good. Defensive lineman for the for the Los Angeles Rams. Very, very good. Uh, if you don't know anything about him, go look him up on YouTube and go look up his stats. He's yeah. He belongs on this list 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joey Porter Jr. Very. I w- he's very good. I would argue Tyreek Stevenson from the Bears. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Porter's very good, though. Porter's very good. Yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jalen Carter, 87 PFF rating. Yep. I mean, just very, very good. Everything as advertised. And then Will Anderson. Everything you could have hoped for, the number yep, three overall yep, pick. Yep. Like a leader of that defense. Uh, I don't have sack numbers, but I know it was double digits for yeah. sure. Um, I, I, I mean, where do you want to start here? They're very good. <laughs> They're very good. I saw Joey Porter play a lot. Phenomenal. He's second place in my mind. Um. I wish Devin Winston had more of a solid. Right. Uh, I'm going with Will Anderson. Number two pick last year, or three pick yeah. uh, last year. Dog, I think 10 sacks. Part of the reason why that defense turned it around. A pillar for that Texans or like or organization. Love it. Love him. Will Anderson is my pick. What do you think my pick is? It's going to be Jalen Carter. It's Jalen Carter. But it's not because I'm an Eagle fan. Okay, Why? No, just because, I mean, he, he's he was the highest-rated to with he, 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 uh, I mean, just he, he watching him is so good, and they still rotate him this year, so he didn't even get like full snaps next year. He'll get with with probably Fletcher Cox moving on. He'll get full yeah. snaps and be much better as far as with more snaps. But this year, he was just so good. He did hit a kind of a rookie wall though at the end of the year. Yeah, but I'll argue that Will Smith started slow, so I don't know. We'll kind of just, but those two, I think, are the are are the best to me. Um, I'm not as high on Joey Porter Jr. Sorry, Will Anderson and, and Jalen Carter, to me, are the best two. Um, Joey Porter Jr. and Devin Witherspoon, Tyreek Stevenson, those three guys I think you put together. Um, 
and Kobe Turner's you know very good as well. But my pick would be Jalen Carter. I think the thing what we can get from this is that these all these are all gonna be stars Studs. in the NFL. Yeah, studs. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's look at the offensive side as far as for rookies. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. Beep. Yeah, yeah. Jameer Gibbs <laughs> do it all back for Detroit. Um, they have two offensive rookie of the year candidates. Good for them. Sam bro. Laporta, the best rookie tight end we've ever seen. I've ever seen. I've never seen someone this impactful right away. out the gate. Yeah. On a playoff team. Not to mention coming back from that hyperextended knee. Just a tough guy. Just, I mean, just, just juiced Sam up Laporta on every so type good. of drug yeah. available in Detroit. Um, Puka Nakua broke the record for most yards and most receptions for a rookie wide receiver. Not only is he the best rookie wideout, he might be the, one of the best wideouts in football. Right away. Right away. Puka Nakua. Uh, from the start. Um, and, of course. see. Oh, sorry. I, I don't want to miss B. John Robinson. I feel bad for the guy. Pretty good season, despite his head coach hating him. Stats-wise, he could have blown away this list. Yep. Maybe, well, maybe not with Puka Nakua and C.J. Stroud, but yep. uh, he could have been, like, right up there. And it, then, if you went to a coach that didn't, like, hate his guts, yes. then maybe. But um, if a coach who wanted Cordell Patterson over Unfortunately, him. he was blocked, uh, yeah, in the depth chart with Cordell Patterson. Yeah, because he's a stud, Cordell yeah, Patterson. Very, very yeah. good. We all know how good he, he should is. Should be highly sought after this yeah. offseason. Surprised he's not already uh, uh, taken up. Taking meetings already, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud's the next one. And what, what can we, 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 we've talked, we talk a lot about yeah, CJ Stroud yeah, on this yeah. show. You know how we feel. Uh, CJ Stroud, to me, is a top Three, five. It's flirting with the top five spot next year. Like, he's that good already. Yeah, top five. Like, to see him what he. Uh, I mean, if he gets the right weapons, yeah. Um, I mean, this such such a like blue chip list. These players, yep. Like these guys, these are guys that are just going to be making so much money throughout their careers. <laughs> like just breaking records already. Studs, just yeah, studs. Um, anyone you think left off? Oh man, yeah, I'm sure there is, but. It gets over. It gets like overlooked because these who are you gonna take off? Right. That's that. That's the problem. Who are you can take off the off this list? Well, think about it. C.J. Stroud had such a such a media storm and such a like a popular thing that he was overshadowing Puka Nakua. Yeah, like Puka Nakua snuck up on this all time record because no one was paying attention to him because we were locked on a C.J. Stroud yeah. and Jordan Love at the moment too was kind of he's kind of he's not a rookie but he's yeah, young. Yeah. Um, my pick is Puka Nakua, and I love C.J. Stroud. But Puka Nakua, what he did. No hate from me. I mean, breaking that record. And he's, it's, it's, because they go through all this, these stages where it's like, okay, he's, he got hot. He'll flame out. Yeah. Uh, it's a fluke. He'll flame out. Um, um, uh, Cooper Cup's back. He'll flame yeah. out. Yeah. He, he was, he, it, look, look at the playoff game he played. 108. I think he broke the record for the most yards of uh, a rookie, a wide receiver in a playoff game. It's a tough wideout. I mean, was one among the leaders in Yak, a big physical receiver all around. He could block. I mean, he good route runner, great hands. Yep. I mean, just someone they can really build their offensive round. Yeah, um, Pukunakua slam dunk by the LA Rams. What a freaking star. Yes. Uh, my pick, CJ Stroud. The best rookie quarterback I think I've ever seen. Not match. Uh, yeah, he might be. Like, I've ever seen. I've never seen a quarterback so, come in the league and light it up instantly and consistently in every game. So the rookie quarterback, I'm thinking of was Cam Newton, had incredible rookie year. Yeah, incredible. Uh, RG3 had a crazy good yeah. year. He's a complete idiot on Twitter now. but I, I like RG3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I mean, but as far as rookie years, it's not going to distract here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to distract you and argue about. We can go off right here. Yeah, yeah. RG3. Uh, yeah. Uh, RG, but he had a crazy rookie year, too. Yeah. Those are the guys I think of with him. CJ Stroud, man. Yeah, I think, I think because he did it in such – like on a team that no one, we see us all the time. 
You need to think back to where this team was before the draft. Yeah, let, just let, a wasteland. Let me talk. Uh, let me speak to all the liars out there. You had no idea who Nico Collins was. Nope. You had no <laughs> you idea. Had no idea. You only knew about him if you're a Texans fan or if you were a dynasty football yeah. guy nerd. And you picked up on time and released him next week because he was wasn't any good. Exactly. Um, you had no idea who Tank Dell was coming out coming out of uh, of the draft. I do want to say I did. Okay, okay, maybe Joseph did. I did. Um, yeah, rookie, rookie play caller, rookie head coach. The Texans. The Texans. It just was like <laughs> this guy is gonna be and like he was number two, which means that oh he wasn't the best quarterback even even in his draft. Yeah, he wasn't even the sexiest because he had Anthony Richardson. So it was like he was overlooked on both sides at one and four or five where they picked yeah. Anthony Richardson, just for this guy to be. We we literally just said he might be a top five quarterback in the league right now. I mean, this guy he he he's already affected the league so much. He's gotten head coaches fired. He's got yeah, coordinators hired. Head coach, yeah, exactly. Like he changed everything for Carolina because yep. they're going to regret that for years and years. Yep. Like, like not every time Stroud. Stroud shines, the Panthers cry because that's who, who who you missed out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at you about CJ Stroud. He's he's the AFC got another one. Yep. There's another one of these guys. Another in the freaking AFC. star. Crazy. Let's move yep. on here. Um. This is the big one. Here we go. So these are the big ones. These are the defensive player of the years and the offensive player of the years for uh, just combined whole NFL. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's start on offense. Okay, okay. we have got Tyreek Hill, Mister eighteen hundred yards, unstoppable wide receiver there um, for Miami. Lamar Jackson, the MVP uh, consensus, I think. Uh, Ceedee Lamb, who just right there stats wise, blew the doors if off. not better than Tyreek Hill. Yeah, um, Ceedee uh, Lamb just killed it. Christian McCaffrey, CMC. Himself. The most, I think, the most important player left in the playoffs. Like as far as if they if their team lost him, maybe Lamar Jackson. But although we've seen Snoop Hundley go in there and win, yeah. Um, if the Niners lost Christian McCaffrey, they're done. Crazy what you just said, but it, it, he is important. Yeah, maybe CMC just yeah CMC is, is still a superstar, just as good as he was. <sighs> Love CMC. Yeah. Just, All of a sudden too, he's not. He's never hurt. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he was never on the field in Carolina. Maybe he knew what a freaking moron that he owner was. He must have just said, like, this. I am not If, I, if I'm body. hurt, I'm not going to get wasted. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dak Prescott, who killed it. Um, a lot of people are going to kind of make fun of that because he, the way they ended the season. Yeah, but, but he had a great year. He was killing it. Yeah. He was killing it. Um, let's just pick this here uh, real quick here. Who you got? Lamar Jackson. MVP, hard not to pick him. Um, I um, want to pick Christian McCaffrey so bad, but I'm probably going Lamar as well. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to win both. He's just a killer. He's This is his year. Yeah. It couldn't have gone any better. This is the yep. year of Lamar Jackson. Just needs to finish it off now with Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Okay, let's go to Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Deron Bland, your guy. All pro. <laughs> he is next. I've never seen someone ride a hot streak into so many awards. Yep. He had the six picks for the six returns. Amazing. I want to see where, where I just said I saw him year. get cooked over and over again. I want to see where this guy is next year. But good for him, though. I'm glad he's making these lists. Crazy. He will get money now. He will just be in every negotiation yeah. uh, negotiation that he's ever in. Yeah. That he won all this stuff. Good for him. Good for the Cowboys. Uh, but, yeah. Please, uh, please, please. As an Eagle fan, very excited for Deron Bland to be on the <laughs> Cowboys yeah. for the foreseeable future. Uh, Max Crosby, I think, went to another level this year. Yeah. Got into the Bosa, Miles mm-hmm. Garrett realm. Mm-hmm. Just, just, God, watching a Raider game, you couldn't take your eyes off him. He's, just, he's this is the best guy on the field. Yep. Love, love Max Crosby. Uh, Miles Garrett, my pick, the beginning of the year best, for yeah, he was was my pick, yeah. best player on maybe the best defense. Yep, um, Michael Parsons, killer, your guy. Yeah, I, I, I said killer. That was very positive. Of me, yeah, I think. good for you, um, killer. 
Killer didn't do anything in playoffs, but it's hmm. not it's not a playoff award. It's not a playoff award. Okay, didn't do anything against the Niners in the regular season either. But it's not it's not it's not a single game award. Yeah, you're right. Um, it, it, suffice it to say, my pick is not Michael Parsons. Yeah, uh, T.J. Watt. Keep to stay healthy, T.J. Yeah, that's my thing too. He's I don't think he played enough. He's so good. He's amazing. God, when him and Alex Highsmith are going, yeah, it's it's so much fun to watch. My pick here's Max Crosby. Um. If Watt played the whole game, I'd be Watt, but uh, Crosby. Mm-hmm. Miles Garrett. I was going to say, that's your boy, though. No, screw it. I'm sticking with what I said earlier. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Okay, yeah, yeah. you go with your guy. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Don't hate it. Yep. He's so, so good. Yeah, we see defensive ends. If you have one of these guys, your defense is literally just automatically better. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, if if Max Crosby wins, I would not be surprised or mad. watching Max Crosby play. What a... More, how a likable character. He's just an ant. To me, he's... He's such a raider. He's a, yeah, oh yeah. On the perfect team. Yeah. Now has the perfect coach. Yep. To me, he's like a better, and this is saying something. He's He reminds me of Jared Allen, and I think a better version of Jared Allen. More loose, more athletic. More athletic. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Jared Allen's a pretty crazy athlete. But Jared yeah, I get what you're saying. A little more bendy, a little yeah. more, um, but just just an animal, just Remember, a dog. Early on in his career... They said he's just an effort guy. I mean, no, he's not just a freaking effort guy. That's yeah. so. Yeah. Go, go talk to all those right tackles. Yeah, yeah. ask how much. <laughs> ask if he's all effort. All right, we got a couple minutes here to talk about MVP. Let's talk about it. The big dog. Uh, even though I think we're this is gonna this is like the one award that we pretty much know for sure who's gonna win it. Yep. Um, Josh Allen, love that he's here. He, yep. belong, he belongs here. Belongs here. Fifty uh, total touchdowns. Only quarterback thing to ever do it. He's done it twice down his career. Yeah, and it, or total touchdowns in his total career. Touchdowns. You might sound like in this year he scored fifty touchdowns. He scored fifty touchdowns this year. Josh Allen did. Oh, he did. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Isn't that crazy? Right. Yeah, it's like a crazy stat. It's just shock that you did. You acted that it, way because it's a shocking stat yeah. to hear. Yeah, fifty touchdowns. Uh, pretty good. Just a, just a dog, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we we, um, we talk about it. I'm a spoiler. Alert. We're both picking Lamar Jackson. Twenty-four touchdowns, eight 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 interceptions. Yeah, pretty pretty good. Best team in the league. Yep. Played his best against the best teams. Yep. Just a dog. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. That was our pick. Yeah. Um, oh. he could, it's hard for a running back to win it. Let's say that. And then when they got blown up by the Ravens, I feel like all the award wind was just taken out of the sales. Yeah, 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 yep. Right. I mean, that, hell of a player to be. He's so good. Yeah, he's second to me on this list. Yeah, I put Josh Allen third. Uh, the last two guys here. So Dak, yeah, he he deserves to be on this list. He had a great year. He's fourth to me, an easy fourth. He just and ended then, bat poorly, but he had a great year. Brock Purdy is such a fifth to me on this list. He doesn't. This also, he doesn't belong on this list. Now, yeah, those guys who are saying halfway through this week ten, like, how's it look now? It looks pretty silly, yes. right? It looks pretty silly. I mean, it's a regular season award, so maybe. Um, but we saw him play last week. weren't impressed. In a I'd win. be. No, that's kind of cr- no, who? no. Screw it. I'd be more say it. CJ Stroud. Hey, that's what I was, was going to say. Over Brock Purdy. Yeah. More you, with a let lot me ask less. You this. If you put CJ Stroud on the Niners. That's my, that's, my, that's my pick. They're winning Super Bowl. Yep, Super Bowl this year. You put Brock Purdy on the Texans? Different. He's probably losing his job to Davis Mills. They're back to being the Texans. Yep. Like, just think about that. Yeah, it's just it's just a... the It's just when he was high, he was high. But when he was low, it was just like... And we saw last week, he was, was he made a couple good throws, but he wasn't the same. Stroud, yeah, this is... 
Brock Purdy's a good a good quarterback, but doesn't belong on this MVP list. He had great yeah. moments this year, but not enough to be on this list. I agree. Uh, okay, that's the uh, AP NFL awards. Hope you. Uh, we, we, we we think it's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson. I would like to switch my offensive player of the year to CMC. I want to throw him a bone somewhere. I like it. Okay, so like it. CMC offensive player of the year. Very good. Um, so yeah, that's coming out here in a couple of weeks. But I hope you enjoyed that. We love that. We love these players. We yeah. love the best player. How, yeah. Like just see some of these names and because this cha- this list changes so much. Yeah. You know, because people get hurt, situations change. So to see these guys um, shine like this, especially the rookies. Yep. So much freaking fun. Let's take a quick break, and then we're, we're going to finally get into uh, the championship weekend oh uh, games here. we got two games, four teams left. Let's do it. Let's take it. Right back. Okay, it is football time. Football time. It's time for some games. Okay, this Sunday we have Lions, Niners, oh, Ravens, Chiefs. A little bit. I mean, going through this was so much fun to see the matchups, all the talent scattered across the field, the coaching, uh, where these teams ended up as far as rankings throughout the year. These are just four incredible teams. So congrats to all of them for being here. Only one can win it. But all four of these teams, like, like are Super Bowl worthy. And all these teams have gone through so much in the season. Yeah. Chiefs have been up and down. And then the Lions have been thought about as frauds, maybe or whatever. We we didn't like them. Yeah, we were hard on the, on the Lions at some point. I I'll say it. I I might t- I might take a big L Sunday if they make the freaking Super Bowl. Okay. Other side of the ball, 49ers, We just went on about Brock Purdy. He could just prove us wrong on Sunday and just throw five touchdowns on and on on Sunday. And then the Lions. What's that Lions? I, I'm missing a team here. The Ravens. The Ravens, yeah. Well, they've been consistent. <laughs> they've been the same all year. They were pretty good. Yeah, Ravens. No, hang on, I mean, it's Ravens Super Bowl to lose. Like they, they should win this Super Bowl as far as like the chalk. Yeah. Um, but that's not how football works. You got to play the games. Let's get into first the Lions here at the 49ers. Uh, this game's at 6:30 Eastern, 3:30 Pacific. I can't wait. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be nestled in. My mom would have already cooked. Right, going to mom's house. Shout out, shout out to the, the Tovar mom. Yeah. Thanks. And we Mon- gotta get her on in a freaking booth. We do need to get Monica on here. Yeah, Monica. Yeah. Just, yeah, Monica needs to get out here. But anyways, she's gonna cook up a storm. Pop, yep. pop's probably gonna get some of that chicken going. Get, get it going, Mama. Mm-hmm. Pop, yep. he's gonna get that chicken going. Um, so I've had eaten probably twice at that point as far <laughs> as lunch. I've had second lunch ready. I probably uh, my 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 dear wife probably has already made the Starbucks run. So I got a nice iced coffee there. Yep. No sweetener, light ice, just a little bit of almond milk. Okay. And I'm settled in for Lions at Niners. At, for this oh. to be the the start, the start of the day. Such a gift for NFL fans, yeah. Because you're seeing these two teams, both bought into the head coach, into the system. Both aren't really old teams. There's no like old veterans fighting for their championship. Yeah, it could be a start of a rivalry here. It's a very good. It's a very good and a very good, a worthy rivalry. This is yeah. two games, two teams that are quarterbacks aren't even the stars on this team. It's the other players around them. Here's what stood out to me about these teams. Looking at them, they both feel like teams of destiny. Right? The Niners last year lost Purdy in the playoffs. You know, kind of just that's all we heard about for a while. This year, they've just been they've been so good, just marching toward this moment. Yeah. Like, literally nothing mattered if they didn't get here and they didn't get to the Super Bowl. So, that, it just feels like, okay, Niners need to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then you got this Lions team. Just somehow the – I mean, they're so good, but yet the kind of the underdog story of the playoffs so far, like – they're. Uh, the Niners are favored by seven. Seven point underdogs here. That's a big, um, but probably exactly where where Coach Campbell needs them to be. Like, give me some motivation, please. Oh yeah, exactly where he wants them to be. And guess what? They'll probably be underdogs next week too, no matter who they're playing. Okay. So where do you want to start here? There's so much. To- let's start with the. Uh, let's start with the Niners. Okay. Okay. 
Um, we'll start on the offensive side of the football. They were fourth in passing, third in rushing, third in points scored, a juggernaut of an offense. So good. Um, let's, but let's start with the elephant in the room here, Debo Samuel. Different offense without Debo. He, he didn't practice much. So if he plays, he's going to be a constant risk to leave the game. Yeah, and yeah, and he's already been his throughout his career has been like kind of like this injury not prone. And like he's tends to get hurt in these games, um, in games is just just in general. Yeah, this year missed missed uh, three or four games I think with the shoulder injury that he re injured. Um, but I think what might help him out is that this Lions secondary is so bad, pretty ass. Yeah, so <laughs> there might be like watch uh, Debo big deal. Ayuk might go for 180 yards. Lions twenty seventh in yards against the Packers. And Ayuk is one of the most underrated wideouts in the league. A very good talent. Yeah. I said at the beginning of the year, a top five, top ten talent wideout. Yeah, and we need to explain something. I just said they're they're what third or fourth in the league in in passing, and we just kind of went off from Brock Purdy a little bit. So we have to give that credit to someone. And yeah. yes, Brock Purdy makes the throw and he executes. That's his strength. Yeah. This is Shanahan's secret sauce. Yep. He he can scheme guys so freaking wide open. Yep. And like in in a place where these yak monsters have the opportunity to run after the ball, yeah, okay, or sorry, run after the catch, and he I, just to me like the way he's gonna toy with this Lions secondary, it should be just terrifying. Yeah, Aaron Glenn and that defense better be up for it because they have to be be prepared one to just tackle these guys. This is the this, yeah. this is the yeah, just get up and tackle these physical supreme athletes, yeah. and then two cover. They got cooked last week. Mike Evans, and the, and they got cooked a week prior. It's just, just over and over again. They this is the game where you this look. If you have any other kind of tricks up your up your sleeve, you know Aaron Glenn, do it now. I know the Super yeah. Bowl's in, in a week, but to get there, you need everything. Brock Purdy might throw for three hundred yards. <laughs> get this. See the the um the issue that they give you even without Debo is that you 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 would think okay thirteen hundred yards seven touchdowns let's double that guy and take him away yeah, but George Kittle has played so well this yeah. year. And after the catch, he's been so yeah. dangerous that you can't, you can't do that. Even with your – I think they have great safety play with yeah. um, Kirby Joseph. Gardner Johnson had a pick last week, and then the rookie, Brian Branch. Um, you're going to have to pay attention to Brandon. Now, you can't be, you're not going to be able to focus on either, either one of those guys, let alone uh, – what's his name? Uh, Juwan Jennings yep. last week had a great game. And then you got McCaffrey mm-hmm. just torturing you. Who's basically just a, a very good yeah. wideout, They'll too. literally line him up a wideout sometimes. And just go run around, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about McCaffrey. Okay. <laughs> like okay. he's to me, this is the matchup of the game. Like this is the yeah, this is the most important matchup of the game to me because yeah. you have Christian McCaffrey, who we like, who we don't don't blush at putting him in the MVP conversation. No. Like we, that's what we think of him. Was first in the yard, first in the in the league in in uh, rushing yards, fourteen touchdowns. He killed it. But then we on the Lions, you have them second against the rush on the year, the Just, number two ranked rush defense. Yeah. It's strength versus versus strength, like immovable object versus uh, an unstoppable force. force. Yeah. yeah, it's just two strength on strength, and you just love to see it. As much as good as the Lions have been, I'll give CMC. CMC is the best running back in football. I don't think it really – Yeah, stats won't say one thing, but standing on the field and, and feel and get to experience CMC firsthand, it's going to be different. Yeah, I mean, that, to me, that's such a fun matchup. Yeah. Because uh, you, you know the Lions are just – that's what they're thinking of. Yeah. We talk about Kittle. We talk about Ayuk. But like, stop CMC. Because just – I mean, they hung their hat on one thing this year. They obviously are still need help against the pass. Yeah. But they, they basically said – and I think uh, Collinsworth said this. We're going to get good at one thing on defense here. Yep. And they got good at rush defense. I mean, it's all for nothing if yep. you can't 
do it here in the playoffs. Yeah, Aaron Glenn, you better, you better coach your coach your oh, ass off, dude. Oh, man. Come what, on, Aaron. Freaking matchup, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, okay, let's talk about this Lions defense a little bit more, and then we'll move over to the Lions offense versus the Niners defense. Another great matchup. Uh, Hutchinson, he needs to be – because, okay, we saw last week, anything was near anything that was near Purdy, the ball was errant, and it was raining, so we'll kind of get yeah, some of that. Yeah, But he's shown, especially in the playoffs – if you could get in his face, and he's a tough kid, and he'll come, come, keep coming back at you. Yeah. But if you can get him off platform, if you can get in his face, he can he can turn over the ball. Yeah. If you can, yeah, like like any quarterback, really. If you if yeah. you disrupt him, if you get him off balance, if you get the, you know, if he could just turn on that switch and become an elite pass rusher in the playoffs. Yeah. Now we saw we saw him last week too, just to kind of supplement the pass rush. Um, doing, I saw a lot of nickel blitzes, a lot of blitzes, a lot of safety blitzes. They might do that again just yep. to confuse Purdy a little yep. bit. That's also a good way to stop the run. Yep. Some of these run just blitzes start filling from secondary. Gaps. Mm-hmm. Start filling gaps. Yep. Um, in fact, now that I think of it, we're 100% going to see that. Yep. <laughs> Kirby Joseph, <laughs> yeah. Kirby Joseph and Brian Branch down there in the yep. box. Yep. Um, but I mean, I, I think Aiden Hutchins going to ha- need s- several signature moments here. Yep. Yep. Like a Max Crosby type game. Yeah, they're gonna just, they're, they're gonna have to call on him. Yep. You can't deny him because yep. there's not a lot of stars in this defense. They're young. They're young and they're kind of just like we're we're well coached and we're gonna be just gritty. We're just gonna, yeah. That's the whole thing on on that Lions defense, just yeah. being tough. Anzalone back there, kind of just a tackle machine type guy. Yeah. Not a star. Not Fred Warner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, not Greenlaw. Yeah. Not yeah. Not both. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, elite elite um, safety play, like I said earlier. Hopefully they can turn uh, – you know, I'm obviously going for the lights here. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully they can t- cause some turnovers here with it because that's one thing these the secondary can do. Yep. They may not be able to limit yards and stuff like that, but Garner Johnson, Brian Branch, I mean, mm-hmm. Kirby Joseph, I think that's over 10 receptions between the guys. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, what you have to watch for them. going to be tough, though. Yeah. Niners' offense is so good. All right, let's – Yeah, okay. Let's flip it. <laughs> All right, Niners – uh, defense versus this um, Lions offense is this is my matchup. Yeah, I mean I, I can't argue with here. Let's let's look at the uh, the year end numbers here for the Niners. Um, pass yards against fourteenth. Did that surprise you? Middle of the pack against the pass. Yeah, yeah, because they have pretty good corners. They have pretty good. Yeah, but that's surprising a little Maybe bit. Maybe Hufanga not being there kind yeah. of affected them. Yeah, uh, third against the rush. So just as good as the Lions are against a rush, and then third in points allowed. So no, even though they're middle against the, back against the pass, they stiffen up in that red zone. Yeah, and they they happened to to Jordan Love a couple times last week mm-hmm. where they had to kick field goals. They had a, I think they even went for it on one fourth down there yeah. in the red zone and didn't get it. And that's because this this uh, red zone defense is so so good. I mean, across the no matter where on the field they're going to be really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, to me, it all starts not with Nick Bosa. To me, it starts with Fred Warner because he is he's very Max Crosby ish esque. But at the linebacker he's position. He's everywhere. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, sniffing out screens, mean mean, I mean, the running back in the backfield. He'll blitz. He, he he's a rangy, um, effective pass cover linebacker. Um, to me, it starts with Fred Warner. I mean, what 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 do you think? Uh the uh Lions O line versus the D line of the forty of the 49ers that severely underperformed last week. I'll just say it. The Niners. The Niners, the, the Niners D-line did not do what it's supposed to do. For the amount of assets and draft capital and money you've poured into this D-line, yeah, these yeah. are the games that you – this is why you got them. For games like this, we play against the teams like the Lions who pride themselves in having the best office line of football or one of the best office lines of football. This is where you need to have them shine. Bosa, Chase Young, Armstead, 
Hargrave, Joseph Day, Randy Gregory, Drake Drake Jackson, if he plays. Those guys need to start. Per, like, this is this is why you got them. Yeah. This is why you sell out in the offseason at the, at the trade deadline to get guys like this to go against this line who this is a bunch of homegrown Lions guys. They're just tough guys yeah. who want to run it down your throat. Yeah. And last week, I mean, throughout the year we've seen these running backs. They're very talented, too. I, I'm, no knock on them. But this Lions line makes it a lot easier. Oh, yeah. A lot of guys would love to, to run behind this, this offensive line. This is the game, and this is the matchup. If the Lions can dictate the offensive line, they're going to win this game. So Aaron Jones, 118 yards last, year, yeah. last week yeah. against the Niners. Uh, they're third on, on the season, but where are you right now? Right? Eric Armstead was supposed to solve the running issues last week. They uh, didn't. Yep. Uh, Aaron Jones, like I said, ran up and down the field on yep. them. Um, Montgomery, Gibbs, nearly 2,000 yards between them. 23 touchdowns between them. This, they're, they're every bit of it. Yep. But like you said, offensive line. Yep. Three of the best graded offensive linemen last week played for the Lions. Yep. Um, they're, this is, they're no joke. They're some maulers. Yeah. This is – that's the game. And yeah. I, I won't lean towards what I'm picking here, but it's hard to bet against that freaking Lions O-line and those running backs. They have – those. Jamar Gibbs reminds me of a young Chris Johnson, and Montgomery just gets it done, does all the dirty stuff. Yeah. They're so perfectly balanced. They're so perfectly placed and perfectly used. They've, they, 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 they had to learn how to use Gibbs right. right. Now they found it. Now they trust Gibbs in the red zone, too. So he's not just, just a third-down gimmick guy. Right. And, um, and then off of that, you have Jared Goff, one of the best play-action quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. Really taking care of the ball. Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown are just tough guys who catch everything. Yeah. This is, like, well, this is what you want for a run for a run first team. Good old line, good running backs, and guys who just catch the ball. So so here's where I think. So I, the Lions, I think, have a great – I don't care if they rank third. I think they're going to run the ball well. Yeah. I, I just think, think they are. Yeah. I, mean, I know how good Greenlaw and Warner and those guys up front are. I just think the Lions are better at what they do. Yeah. And that, especially recently. Yeah. Um, I think the Lions are going to struggle throwing the ball. Because Javarius Ward has been erasing people lately. Yeah. Like, he's been so good. And the Lions, they have they have real depth issues at receivers. They have Onrest and Brown, and then a huge drop-off to Josh Reynolds, Jameson Williams, those guys. You do have Laporta. Greenlaw, I think, was a top-rated coverage linebacker last week, for, for that week. And he's not even the best coverage linebacker on their team. Yeah. Um, so, I think Laporta's still going to eat. I think Amon Ross St. Brown... I want to. I can't wait. That's a huge matchup to me because they need him. I, I'm not gonna bet against Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I, but Ward is very good. Ward is so good. <laughs> Ward is very good. Like he's so good. It all depends on if he they have him follow uh, Amon Ross. Yeah, Amon Ross lines up everywhere. You have to. I mean, Lenore is really good too. Yeah, but um, Amon Ross. Yeah, all pro first team, all pro for like for like a reason. Yeah, he, yeah, he needs because because he's their only like real. Like stud receiver, yeah. He's not only the possession guy. He at times he's the big play guy. Yeah. At times he's the play action guy. He's definitely their third down guy. Yeah. He's a third down guy. He's yeah. the end around guy. He's the bubble screen guy. Like he yeah. kind of can do it all. Um. And they're gonna. I think they, they need at least eight catches from him yeah. tomorrow. Like they need him to move the sticks. They need him big time in the red zone. Uh. It's so big that they got Sam Laporta back. Like yeah. I can't stress that enough. And then we'll see what Zach Ertz can just throw in there. Just I forgot about Zach. Just Ertz. I mean, I'm not sure how much of the playbook he's grasped, but he's a smart guy. He's uh, he's a veteran. Yeah. They'll use him. Solid hands. They probably need him now. Um. More yeah. than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I. The, this is. I. I can't wait for the Lions' offense versus the 49ers' defense. Yeah, it's huge. That's just what I. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, it's. 
at, so let's 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 kind of step back now. We looked at a lot of the the like in a micro sense, the matchups, the individual players. Back up here to a macro sense. I want this so bad for uh, for a bigger yeah macro. Sense. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like um, is that okay. sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, I want this so bad for the city of Detroit. Yeah, I want this so bad for their story. I want this so bad for those fans. I want this so bad for just the Detroit. Think about having. Think about if your team, right? The Bronx have been good in your lifetime. They won Super Bowl in yeah. your lifetime. Yeah. Uh, right before you became a fan, they're coming off just like the Elway years and those back things. to back championships. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Imagine being a Lions fan and just all your life they've just sucked. Yep. They just been terrible. Bad. <laughs> like, Bad. Capital B. Like, Bad. and to see them now with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Like I, I want this for for them so bad. I in picking this game, I, I I tried so hard to not let that like cloud my judgment. Like, hey, let's really look at this here. I'm picking the Lions, and I'm going with my heart a little bit. I just believe they they they've maintained the underdog thing, which I think is big for them. Yeah, I I, I saw the Eagles ride that to a Super Bowl. Yeah, like I saw it, and I think there's real elite attributes to this team. They need Jared Goff to play turnover free football. <sighs> I think you need Alvin Brown to to be a stud, and then uh, what's the matchup I mentioned earlier? The uh, uh, McCaffrey versus yeah, yeah. number two rushing offense. That's a big one too. I'm going Lions thirty, Niners twenty seven. Okay, I love I love everything you said. I love your spirit. <laughs> I love you. Pick up the Niners. Look, that Lions. Look the the weakest point that we just mentioned of the 49ers whole thing is their star studded defense. The weakest, so part, the weakest point of the Lions is their amazing defense. Is their bad secondary with Cam Sutton. So because of that, because of these games come down to those kind of details, the line, the, the Lions have lost back-to-back NFC title games. This is when they make it to the Super Bowl. 49ers, 30-24. Okay. That that being said, too, if the Niners lose this game, it is such a brutal loss. Yeah, I don't know what the, you do. The Eagles aren't there. Um, the 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 Aaron Rodgers Packers aren't there anymore. Like a lot of the troops have fallen here. The Lions yeah. are new to the game. Yeah. If you can't reach it, I mean, the Seahawks fell off. If you can't reach it now, it's such a blow. Yeah. Like what? Who who do you blame now? Yep. Um, I I just think this is the Niners' year to get there. We'll see what happens in the AFC, but um. I'll, I have Niners here, 34, uh, 30 to 24. Okay, I got Lions 30 to 27. Whew. So very close. We'll see about that. Let's jump into the last game here. Um, that is the it, nightcap. It, it just gets better. Yeah. The nightcap, you got the Chiefs, who, uh, newsflash, Chiefs are trying to go Super Bowl again. We might be in the middle of a Tom Brady-esque dynasty run, and we just don't, aren't aware of it. All we've been through, right, on, on everyone's top 10, they weren't in the top five. Yep. Right. No. Like. Not. Not. I don't want to say disrespect because they weren't playing well. Yeah. They, they. Yeah. They haven't played consistently all. And yet, yeah. Here we are. Here we are. They're back in the eighth title game. <laughs> They're right back. Game. Right a, where they left off. A real chance to win. Yep. Um. Let's dive into it here. This game is the night. Or no, it's not the nightcap. This is actually the first game. Sorry. Oh. This game's at noon. Oh God. Sorry. I did that backwards. Uh. This game's at noon. It's in Baltimore. <sighs> let's start with the Ravens. Okay. Let's start with the Ravens offense. Okay. Because Ravens defense is gonna be fun to talk about. Ravens offense. Might have the MVP. It's just one guy. Not one uh, guy. Yeah. It's one guy who's leading this pack, who runs the offense, who is the offense. I mean, they're number one in rushing, and their their running backs are objectively not very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're number one in rushing. Play some, they're probably the worst unit of running backs in the playoffs. I mean, I mean they are. Yeah, they yeah. have to be, yeah. Um, okay, so they're 21st in passing. They're more play-action, efficient passing. Yeah. 
Um, some big plays lately with Zay and, and OBJ even kind of getting in there. Uh, number one in rushing, like I said, fourth in scoring. So they're putting points on the board. Also, they cut a player this week, making room on the 53-man roster for, for who? maybe a Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. We forget Mark Andrews right up there with Travis Kelsey as one of the best tight ends, the best tight end in football. Yeah. If they were to get Mark Andrews, along with Isaiah Likely, who finally came on, good luck stopping those two. Mark Andrews is going to play. He's full participant in the yeah. in practice. Should, he's, just, he's just practicing fully. And he's, Isaiah he's Likely, back. who's already proven, I could step in just as I'm, – I'm very good tight end. Yeah. I, I don't know if Zay Flowers is good enough, especially against Legarius. Yeah. And why am I – is that weird to me? No. Uh, Sneed is fantastic. I don't know if he's good enough to beat Sneed consistently or if Sneed will travel with him. Um, I still think receiver is, like, as far as winning, might be tough because this Chiefs defense is so, so good. Um, but, yeah, like you said, to start, this is one man. Everything's going to run through one man. And Lamar Jackson has had his struggles in the playoffs. He did not play well the first half of last week mm-hmm. um, against the Texans. He blew it up the second half. Um, but, I mean – Gus Edwards, I think, has the sneakiest 800 yards and 13 touchdowns I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Just sneaked in there. <laughs> like, 13 <laughs> touchdowns. That's crazy. Um, and then Zay Flowers, like I said, 77 catches on the year. Not, not, not even 900 yards. Um, this is truly – this is why Lamar Jackson is the consensus MVP. Yeah. Because it's so much has been his shoulders offensively. And um, running back just hasn't worked out for them. Um, last week we saw the Texans con- contain him for a half. Yeah. And do everything they could to contain him. And, like, yeah. like barely hanging on, but did it. Yep. And then the second they lost, like, the, the second, like, Lamar Jackson started rolling, I should say. Yep. It just was over. Just snowballed. It was over. Yeah, yeah. And to speak to this, Lamar Jackson, the Chiefs defense is top five in points per game, yards per game, and yards and yards allowed. Yeah. Um, Very good, very good unit. Last week, though, against a quarterback who runs a lot, Josh Allen, 70 yards and a rushing touchdown. It was so good. Time... Uh, the Bills had the ball for 37 minutes mm-hmm. because they ran the ball well and they threw the ball well. Yeah. The Chiefs defense have been phenomenal, played out amazing. This is the quarterback, who I think, who can take advantage of their weaknesses. I think this – I think – and there's been some talk, some talk this week about, oh, the way you stop Lamar Jackson is making is make, is make him a quarterback. I would love – I can't it. believe people, people are still saying that. I, I don't know why that's still a thing. Like, I, he's – with Mark Andrews back, it's nearly a – Healthy offensive staff besides the running backs. Yeah, I'm not baiting against against Lamar Jackson. I wonder if that's trying to bait him into throwing, just like because you like, even though you know he's a good thrower, you don't. He's just the best running quarterback. So yeah, you're just like listen, he is a good thrower, but I gotta bait him and throw him because he's that he's so good at running. Yeah, so maybe they're trying to get him to prove something or just playing. I think it was Chris Jones who said that. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, we need to make him a passer. Yeah, and we'll probably win this game. Like yeah. he like very confidently, arrogantly said that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm poking poking that that bear here. I'll take Lamar Jackson over this Chiefs defense. This is no knock. They've been phenomenal. Yeah, Chris Jones wrecked the game last week. He Chris Jones literally caused the game winning touchdown to not happen because he pushed the left guard into Josh Allen's back and yep. caused you know whatever. Yep. Um, Chiefs defense stars everywhere. Draft, drafted well. McDuffie, Bolton. Chris um, Jones, uh, uh, Carl Offis. The safety from the Bucks. Yeah, you love Mike Edwards. He's, I mean, he's really good. No? He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Carl Offis. Uh, McDuffie, yeah, yeah. St- stars and good defense, but this is the kind of team uh, defense where 
this is kind of, you're, play, you're playing a guy who just overcomes good defenses and right. Lamar Jackson because you can do everything right on a play. Yeah, you could just do everything right, but he's like just special. You just and like, still lose. Put your hands like this is just Lamar Jackson. Like you can do everything right on the middle of the field on a play, and still have some seventy yard touchdown. And play. last week we saw they were susceptible to a running quarterback. Josh Allen ran all over him, and they controlled the ball, and they can be had if you just. You know, I think the, the Ravens probably saw a weakness, and we just let's try to do what, what Josh Allen did and just bully them. So when, when the Ravens were able to, to – sorry, when the Texans were able to slow him down, they were spying him with Christian Harris, yeah. and it was working. Christian yeah. Harris then got hurt, yeah. and everything kind of um, – so I expect here. I, there's not a lot of tricks to – I think they – I expect Nick Bolton to be spying yeah. Lamar Jackson. Just follow him. Yep. And can you bring him down the open field? Yeah. Uh, Nick Bolton only has one hand. The other one's just a club. Yeah, good luck kind of tackling hand. that, yeah. So, yeah. Like you might so there's a game where you want both hands. All right. Let, let's let's flip it here to one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> uh, so Patrick Mahomes is um funny you know what's funny this week? No one's talking about like he's on the road. Everyone kind of just let that go. Like, oh he's still just as good. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we thought we had something on that. Uh, you haven't heard it at all this week. No, because he's just it's Patrick like, Mahomes. Oh, okay, never mind. He's really good still. Uh Chiefs offense. I think they're finding themselves. I think Rishi Rice has been so freaking good. Travis Kelsey's turned back the clock. Yep. He had big, big plays last he's week. He's just Kelsey in the playoffs because he's been there before. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. scared of the moment. Uh, Pacheco. Pacheco is so important. So important. Yeah, yeah. But this is all just like the just like the Chief, uh, just like Ravens. Standing around. You can do everything right. You can have the right stats. You, Ravens yeah. defensive phenomenal. You could do everything right. But then Mahomes does something crazy. You're like, freaking Mahomes, dude. <laughs> freaking Mahomes. Which includes running the ball. Yeah, yeah. Last week he showed, like, I could run the ball just as well as anybody. Yeah, I don't care that he's, he runs like he has a crap in his pants. He runs, like, yeah. It's effective. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's effective. He does run like that. Uh, third, like, especially, like, on third downs, like, the big plays. Yeah. It, this is where you see Mahomes just break your heart with these scramble plays in the playoffs. As an Eagle fan, I can attest. Where you cover everything well, you have everything, you know, you, you, nothing's open, Andy Reid schemed it well, you just covered it, and then Mahomes does something stupid. Yeah. Like, not stupid, good. Uh, stupid, bad. Stupid, good. Like, he just beats it. So, this is a different Chiefs offense. That we should talk about this. Yeah. Um, what, how, I mean, you tell, you tell us. How is this Chiefs offense operating right now? When they're successful, what are, like, what are they doing? Well, they, run, they, they move the ball well with, with Pacheco, and they just, they just scheme. They, this is all based on scheme because of the lack of talent they have at wide out. Racy Rice is by far the best. Yeah. Beyond that, it's just whatever you can get. Whatever, literally, whatever you can get. It's the, it's one of the worst. And they only need a little bit. Yeah, just need a little bit. Just give because Mahomes will make up for as much as much as he can. Yeah. And they'll scheme, you know, you know, whatever. But this is the, this is the part where I'm kind of worried about Rishi Rice, just being double covered, and and the Ravens saying you make MVS beat us, and you'll go to the Super Bowl. Also, Rishi Rice gets a lot of his stuff because they'll scheme him for, um, to set him up for yards after the catch. Yeah. This Ravens defense is such a good tackling team. Yeah. They're so well coached and they're so deep in every position. Roquan Smith legitimately can keep up with Ray Rice in a crossing route. Yeah. Like yep. he's that kind of athlete. Yeah. And he's not missing the tackle. No. Not um, Roquan. So I think that, yeah, I think the same. I think Ray Rice might, because it's going to, he's a physical receiver. He's a big physical receiver. He uses that. He does well. A lot. They throw him a lot of bubble screens. They use him well in the red zone, all that. But this is a, this is such a physical defense. Um, I wonder if we'll see a little bit of Kyle Hamilton on him. Humphrey. Um, yeah, Humphrey. Like, those, like just big physical cornerbacks that they have. Um, Travis Kelsey is just that, I think, that sly veteran. Kyle I, Hamilton versus... Just the young stud versus the old sly dog with his girl up in the stands. 
Oh God! No, no, I'll, 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 I'm trying to talk the football right now. Um, I, I, I have a weird sense, like you know, when those when Gronk used to go in a game, and you kind of like, okay, chips are stacked against Brady. Um, he's gonna lean on his boy, yep. and his boy's gonna come through. Kelsey might. I do feel that. the same way. Look, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're, I they're going into Baltimore against this defense. Mike McDonald, the whole thing. I think he's gonna look at his boy. Especially this year, where you can't trust anyone. I mean, Marlon Humphrey was limited all week. He, he I think he, I, th- I think he will play. I'm kind of leaning towards put Marlon Humphrey on Travis Kelsey. I have to, and to say we're in a, we're in a, we're in a double wherever Rishi Rice goes, mm. and we're just ISO Travis Kelsey yeah. with our best corner. See if we can shut him just out. Best on best. Not a bad, not a bad plan. I mean, uh, we should talk about some of these guys they have on defense here. Yeah, um, we talked about Kyle Hamilton, 81 tackles, three sacks, four interceptions. 10 tackle for loss. That means he's affecting the game at every single layer, every yeah. single level, I should say, of the defense. Yeah. Like, yeah. And all around. Yeah. Um, to me, he reminds me of like the, the Fred Warner of safeties. Yeah. Just kind of does everything very, very yeah. well. All over the field. Great tackler. Yep. Big guy. Yep. Um, why he wasn't drafted early, I don't know. And why he didn't make any pro, all pro stuff is. Yeah. We'll get into that too. Wh- whatever. Um, I think out of the draft, he was knocked on his athleticism. He's How seen, stupid is that? That's <laughs> such paralysis by analysis. Like, listen. Hey. Um, the breakout star for this team, though, is Justin Matabike. Yeah. The defensive lineman for the Ravens. 12 tackles for loss, 13 sacks. Constantly in the backfield. When you can get an interior rush, it messes up any offensive game plan. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting that. Yep. Even though the strongest part of this Chiefs O-line is the, is the interior. So looking forward to that. Looking Great forward Humphrey. to seeing... Creek got, got Green Humphrey, then you have and uh, Trey Smith. Yeah, you have these. these that's that's their their strength. Yeah. So it's literally strength on strength. Michael Pierce, their big old three hundred fifty pound nose tackle, and Mbakwe or whatever the fuck. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? Justin Matabike. Matabike. <laughs> Thirteen sacks. It's getting late. It's getting late. It's, it's getting late. Angels no, no. losing patience. <laughs> no. Well, um, no. This is. It's just literally strength on strength, and that's where you're going to see who wins this game is those right rush, there. Yeah. If those Ravens front four, led by those two uh, uh, interior linemen, can get pressure, can create havoc, not let Pacheco keep the chains moving, yeah. that's the game. Keep Mahomes off the field. Don't let him, don't let him convert any easy third downs, any running plays. Yeah. yeah, this Ravens defense is phenomenal, and they're phenomenally coached, and they're deep at every level. Rokon Smith is the best linebacker in football. I think Fred Warner fans might hate me for saying that. How do you not think he's the best? He's the he's a phenomenal player. 158 tackles. Let that sink in for a second. 158 that, yeah, and, tackles. And some tackles, they're not all created equal. I mean, there's some players you get 180 tackles and they're like they they're just not very good. Yeah. You the the, the amount of respect and the amount of, of football IQ and so that that this guy has under a and he's an athlete. He can keep up with any tight end. I, I, I can't wait to see how they handle their uh, Patrick Queen next to him too. Phenomenal athlete. They have the athletes Patrick to keep up. 133 tackles. Yeah, they're they have <laughs> like, the really athletes to keep up with an older Travis Kelsey. I think Patrick Queen's an All Pro as well. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So it, this this Ravens defense stacked. It's a great weekend. For it's literally going to be can Mahomes pull out some magic and just. Beat, overcome this very good Ravens Ravens defense. I saw a tweet um, that made me laugh. It said, when Pacheco and Roquan Smith meet in the open field or in the hole, it, it might rip a, a hole in the in the time continuum. In the space-time space yeah, time continuum? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, talk about, like, I think 
I think Pacheco's going to struggle because yeah, this is a phenomenal defensive. Yeah, fight. I mean, Rokon Smith and Patrick Queen are so good. Patrick Queen is maybe limited a little bit in like the I think pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but he's a thumper. Yeah, he's an old school thumper in the box, and I think Pacheco's going to because Pacheco just runs through a lot of linebackers and stuff like yeah. that. Not happening with these guys. I don't think anyway. I'd be very impressed if it did. Um, those two guys are so so. It's a great weekend for linebackers. Couple yeah. th- couple things came to mind. Number one. Bears, why did you let Roquan Smith off your team? Because <laughs> this got better. Here he is, the best player on the maybe the best defense. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, number two, I think this this is a great weekend for off ball linebackers, a revival, if you will. Yep. For, I mean, just four of the best in the game. Yep. Okay, we've talked about it enough. Let's pick this game. Ravens hosting the Chiefs. First time they've hosted a uh, championship game in like fifty years. Who do you got? Ravens. 24, Chiefs, 20. Ooh. Chiefs have a tough time scoring. I think at I think your weakest points show in this game, I don't think these wideouts have a good day. I think Patrick Mahomes struggles. He does something created to get the 20 points, but I'm, I'm taking Baltimore's defense and, and Lamar Jackson. So you got 24 to 20. Yeah, low scoring. I have Ravens 24, Chiefs 23. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think Chiefs struggle to score. Yeah. I think Rishi Rice might finally look like a rookie against these and this yep. defense. I think Pacheco's gonna struggle and I think Mahomes is gonna be harassed in the pocket. Yeah. Um I think I think he's gonna see a lot of blitzes. Yep. I think they're just gonna go after him. And I don't think he has I think the supporting cast or lack thereof finally catches up to him. Yeah. And I think the Ravens going to the Super Bowl here. Uh, so I have the I have the Niners Ravens. Right. I have the uh Lions Ravens. Okay. Either way, phenomenal Super Bowl. Yep. And we're already here. We're already at this point where we're picking Super Bowl. So, we won't pick Super Bowl yet. No, because no. Because we want to know who's playing. We want to know who's playing. <laughs> it <does>. so, <laughs> It'd be very difficult. Yeah, it'd be very hard to do that. Uh, but, hey, congrats. We got here to the, to yeah. the championship game. Yeah. And it's going to be a good time. That's our show for today, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. I know it was a long episode, but there's a lot of football to talk. Yep. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. It's going to be a great, great, great weekend of football. Oh, baby. Can't wait. Get that. Get, get, get your popcorn ready, folks. It's going to be such a good time. We'll see you Monday with uh, our Super Bowl matchup. Peace. Later.